Keith the Madman, coming straight to you with movies, cigars, and a brew. Discussing movies while kicking back, whether they are good or they're bad. With the hottest movies and non-release, I am talking about details and what I see. So tune into the podcast while I vent with reviews, news, and nonsense, yeah. And now... Recorded live from the capital of the first state of these great United States, Keith. Okay, so what, after a brief hiatus, I'm coming back to you. Um, uh, did a little abroad thing. I intended to actually do some recording while I was away because there's always the downtime when you're away. However, I didn't like the sound of it after I did the first podcast, and I didn't go further. So there's a couple of movies that I'd like to go back to and review, but uh, I keep continue to see more movies, and it's hard to go back once you get you know you get rolling through the year. So this movie that I'm going to talk about today is Wilson, and I'm doing it on equipment that is very small, and um, I'm actually ha- uh, happy with the sound. This is something I could actually travel with when I do travel. And uh, would allow me to um, make use of some of the downtime that I have. Um, that being said, Wilson is an unusual movie. I think it was debuted at uh, Sundance this year. It stars Woody Harrelson, Laura Dern, Cheryl Hines, and Isabella Amara. Uh, it's the second movie by uh, Craig Johnson. He did something called Skeleton Something or Other, and I don't really know it. But I some of the stuff I've read about it was that it was... Um, a pretty good movie a couple years ago came out, came through Sundance. This movie, I don't know that you're going to uh, remember it. Um, my ultimate uh, over over the top, you know, part of my review would be that you're not going to supplant the most famous Wilson, which is a volleyball that was in the movie Castaway with Tom Hanks. Um, this movie is not going. to to rank anywhere near that movie. The only adjective you can actually give yourself to talk about Wilson is weird. And it's it's a weird sort of weird. Um, he's very uncomfortable around other people in the sense that he gets right up into people's comfort zones and he talks to them and he has a disdain for technology. And he essentially, you know, so so you have this going on in the background. You also have the fact that you don't even know what he actually does. He, he clearly lives in the city. He has all these books on the shelves and, you know, like uh, real books as opposed to Kindle, etc. And everything that could be technologically in place. Um, he comes across as this middle-aged 40-something guy that is very bitter with no friends and seemingly zero skills to make friends in real life and can't and and doesn't want to take part in any sort of social interaction so he could be an armchair you know uh quarterback a a you know hero on twitter or something he can't do that because he he doesn't want to be a part of that cuz that is where that guy would go that's kind of the funny thing he hates it and yet um his, all of his interactions feel very much in real life like he would was reacting on twitter or social media so you get that cuz i mean a, a perfect example is he gets onto a train and he Sit is an empty train, and there's this one guy that's kind of asleep with his headphones on, and he sits down beside the guy, wakes him up, 
and starts to talk to him in a very irritating manner. I, w- I would be probably out of my mind if a person actually did that to me while I was traveling. And that's what he does. And that's not the only instance of it. Obviously, you've got the classic bathroom scene where he, there's a wall of urinals and he picks the urinal right next to a guy that there's no reason to do that. And uh, it gets creepy and, and, a, and a little bit um, a little bit weird. And the point is through all this is that you look at it and, and most of his interactions, etc., he is a weird dude. He's either mentally handicapped or... He's not relatable in any sense in real life. Although there are people that that put you off in different ways. I've never met anybody have this special concoction of afflictments that makes, you know, that makes me cringe in the same way that he does. Um so with the story, his father dies and his uh he he tries to track down his wife who his he's estranged from for 17 years. He's played by Laura Dern and he does and he finds out that she did not give their child up uh for abortion she gave him up for gave her up for adoption uh, for adoption and they kind of track down this child and uh there's some comedy that ensues around their interactions their you know their introduction to this child etc um Laura Dern really plays str- strung out uh you know you know late 40s individual to great effect here Overall, um, this is a movie that doesn't leave you with a lot of points that you like, even as they kind of give a story arc to uh, to Wilson. He is really not a likable person at the end. And I personally do not relate to this, this gentleman. I don't like the stories that kind of try to tell you that technology is bad and it's hateful and we don't need it. And it's because I, I kind of I envision my life. Anybody that says, oh, I would love it to go back to such and such day. I wouldn't want to go back to any of those days. I do not think that, I don't think that we're lesser for having more knowledge at our fingertips. It makes us more connected. As you go back in, in history, I think what you will see is that as we've had less ability to interact with one another, are we've had a more closed-minded nature to the way that we think, which leads to more conflict with people because we can't we can't abide by them having a different idea, and you know I know it comes through a sort of in, impersonal sort of way, but I think as you sat on these trains with all these people, I don't think you interact with them anyway. You don't want to on a daily basis. You interact with people. Much more frequently, though less personally in life, through through um, technology, and I don't. I I think I always have a problem with a movie that you know shits on technology. I, I mean, I'm just gonna say it. I, I I just don't. I just don't get it. I don't. I don't like it. Um, I actually feel bad because I. You know, I grew up and and I'm a '40s guy. That that this that this movie is supposed to represent. I'm not that guy. I've never been that guy. I've always embraced technology. And so from my perspective, I look at it like I feel like I started when I first grew up, you know, computers were just coming into being. And I loved the thought of them, the concept of them. I actually work for a software company in real life, though. I don't do programming. I'm a bean counter to some extent, as, as it were. But at the end of the day, I feel like it would be great 
to see what is yet to come. The technology advances that's going to happen within the next couple hundred years, if we can keep from killing each other or you know, self-destructing in some other method, will be fantastic. I actually am sad that I won't get to see what's yet to come because I think we're just at the beginning of what will be there. Maybe it results in a global cyber takeover by the machines. I mean, that's an entirely possible. We've, we've postulated it a bunch of times in movies. Um, that's why I have a real problem with the, the, some of the basic tenets of the movie. Set all that aside – and I did a huge digression, obviously, a soapbox that I kind of jumped on right there. But set all of that aside, and at the end of the day, I will tell you that the movie does not give the characters enough room to grow. I mean, there's very little that you get from any type of emotional aspect out of anybody uh, other than Woody's character, Wilson, and his character is completely dysfunctional. Um, Laura Dern, there was, there's ample opportunity to give other characters a bigger, um, portrayal in it. And I, I won't even talk about how rocky the third act was in this. It wasn't particularly spectacular and it, you know, it kind of grounded into a, a point of, you don't know what you just saw. And um, I, I'm, I'm at the end of the day, I'm going to lay all that on the script. I, Woody Harrelson's great. Laura Dern was good, um, you know, to the extent that she was involved in the movie. There was a lot less. She was in it a lot less than she probably should have been. Uh, some her interactions with him were pretty good. Um, the points when she was kind of pulled out became lesser. Um, so at the end of the day, I'd say that this this movie was kind of a clunker uh, in terms of the script and the, and the writing. Um, and Harrelson lifted it, and uh, I, I'll give it a C plus. I'm going to play the trailer right after a couple of words. You have been listening to the movies, cigars, and a brew podcast. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spreaker, and Stitcher. Find reviews of other movies, cigars, and beers at moviescigarsandabrew.com. Give a like on Facebook or follow Keith on Twitter at Movie Cigar Beer. Your trailer is coming up next. So, tell me, friend, have you heard the good news? Oh, no, I, I'm, no thanks. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Jesus doesn't give a shit. Fox Searchlight Pictures invites you. Driving, asshole. To meet a man. Wilson. You are such a beautiful girl. Dude, she needs to leave. Who wants the world to accept him. My wife left me 17 years ago. So what is in there? I just need to move on, find somebody new. Not you necessarily. In the worst possible way. Working man, eh? 40 years from now, you're going to be on your deathbed saying, where did it all go? How did we end up like this? There's a lot of seats, you know, in this train. Issues. Looks like your ex-wife put this girl up for adoption 17 years ago. I'm a father! Yes! That's life! How could you not tell me that we had a daughter? Excuse me, do you think I could get this with the aioli on the side as I requested? Yes. I think you should know, we have tickets to Wicked. Hey, dickhead, shut the fuck up! Can't you see that this woman is having a profound moment? I said that's life! You 
tell me that you don't want to see your daughter. What do you want to do, stalk her? And as funny as it may seem. Hey, Claire, Jenny Craig's over here. Hey, you need to shut the fuck up, you little prick. That's my daughter. If you're wondering about the lack of family resemblance, she used to be a real hippo. Pick myself up and get back up in the race. Yes. Egging me along for this insane Insta family? You guys are so beautiful. And I can't deny it. My ex, she's a good woman. <laughs> I just have to help her embrace her maternal nature. Sorry, I can't help you with that. In that case, I guess I'll take a blowjob then. I should have brought my wallet. That's life. That's life. That is quite a tattoo. How's that? It's like the ultimate argument ender. Like, no, I don't want your fucking job. I want to destroy your entire society. 